Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about... The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The Programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hi guys, Alex here. So there's still time to vote for both Rusty Quill Gaming and our narrative horror podcast, The Magnus Archives, in the 2016 Podcast Awards. Like we've said before, this is a fantastic opportunity for independent companies like ours, and we can't make use of it without your help. Daily voting is open till Sunday 12th of June, and each of you can vote for each category once a day in that period. 
It's free to do and only takes 30 seconds a day, but it is a huge deal for us and will absolutely help us launch even more projects for you to get your greasy story mitts on. So make sure to head over to podcastawards.com every day until the 12th of June and vote for Rusty Quill Gaming in the Games and Hobbies category and the Magnus Archives in the Arts category. Better yet, why not get every single person you've ever met to vote for us too? I mean, how hard could that be? So, without further ado, thanks for your support, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 40 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with you today I have... Ben Meredith. Lydia Nicholas. Bryn Monroe. <gasps> da, da, da. Da. And a notable silence. Yes. <laughs> I'm James. Or Bruto. It sounded a bit like Bruto. They're I... kind of similar when you think yeah. about it. <laughs> Funny interlude. Who are you playing? Heartbroken Hamid. Flattened, but, you know, reinflated Sasha. Oscar Wilde sucks. <laughs> oh, Zoll Smith, sorry. Sure. Bertie's gone. Bertie's departed. So, with that in mind, we should pick up where we left off. The party were in Paris. Yes. And whilst investigating L'Arc d'Ordinateur, Sasha got her memory a little bit modified, mm. and the party was a little bit suspicious. And we thought that was the worst thing that could happen to <laughs> Sasha that day. Ended up chasing up Amélie Rose, who was working for Le Gazette Grand, which turned out to be a fairly run-down... Massive <laughs> newspaper. And stumbled into an elderly, overweight man. And he took us down. He took you down hard. Yeah. Sasha almost died, brutal. So close to dying... And yeah, it all went a bit pear-shaped, but nonetheless, she managed to have a dig around and managed to find an alternate address for Amelie Rose. And a few more, few more little details, a few more info. Something strange is going on. But it was very clear that something strange is going on. This was backed up by Hamid when he went on his date. Yeah, mm. but I haven't shared that info with you guys yet because we were rudely interrupted by Mr. Oscar Wilde. Yeah, who came and had a little bit of a back and forth with Zolf Smith. <laughs> Water, outfit change, water, outfit change, water, outfit change. Yeah, hey, we... you don't need to listen to last week's episode. <laughs> We've also found out that he's a magic user, mm. which is uh, an interesting development from the real-life Oscar Wilde, who, as far as I know, was not a wizard. <laughs> you have not studied your... A wizard of language. <laughs> <laughs> a wizard of the word. Yeah. Nonetheless, you just managed to, after Oscar Wilde warned you, catch up to Bertie to see him depart on a train. Yeah. He is gone. It was like some kind of 50s movie. Leaving on a steam train. That's powered by magical <laughs> elementals. We will pick up with Sasha and Zolf catching up to yeah. Hamid, who's been chasing after Bertie. I'm on the platform. You're on the platform? Looking, looking very forlorn. What, did you see, well, did you see Bertie? Where yeah. is he? He was on that train. I, I think he saw me, but he didn't yeah, stop didn't, to say goodbye. That didn't go well. No. So he's obviously... What did you say to him that annoyed him so much? I didn't say anything. I didn't get to talk to him. All oh, right. This is interesting. I know he can be difficult, but he's been my friend for a long time. I'm... I wish he'd said goodbye at least. Well, he was probably sad about his dog, innit? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if he feels sad. But if he did, he would feel it about the dog. Well, he didn't lose much capital, so. Mm. Whatever. 
right, anyway, um, we can't be dealing with him sulking. If he comes back, he comes back. If he doesn't, he doesn't. We've got to be professional about this. I know he's your friend, but I've got to, you know, no, we've got to draw a line under uh, it. And save the world and everything. Well, yeah. that's why I'm, th- you know, I've just been chased up yeah. by... Um, we've, no, we've, we've still got an important job to do. Yeah. There's lots to do. I mean, in the morning, though, yeah? Oh, God, yeah, I need a... Oh, I need sleep for days. Yeah, I my, my back is still... I mean, yeah, Madeline told me some stuff about, you know, the, the ordinators and the stuff going on at the art, but we should talk about that in the morning. Oh, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not urgent. Okay. But, yeah, look, good night's sleep. Things look a bit brighter in the morning. Always useful. Yeah. Always, always useful. Maybe you'll have come back by the morning. Yeah. Uh, awkwardly pat handed <laughs> on the back. Like, so there, there, we right. will skip time ahead. Yep. You'll head back to your... You take comfort in your enormous, ridiculously ostentatious flat, but even then I think it might be feeling a little bit empty. Yeah. Without the yells of... <laughs> anyway. Was that, was that supposed to be Bertie or Brutal? Does it matter? No. <laughs> We've undergone such losses. So, <laughs> next morning, yep. you slept well despite all of the problems, and slept the sleep of the dead. It is morning. What is your plan? Sasha is, uh, has realised that the massive scar on her back uh, as she was getting dressed in the morning looks a lot like a giant falcon that has been impressed into her back from potentially when the massive suit of armour with a tiny brain stuck in it (laughs) (laughs) on top of her from a great height. So she might come back into breakfast slightly annoyed. (laughs) You're right, Sasha, you seem... Yeah, it's just uh, such a shame that Bertie's no longer with us when we will Uh, carry him in our hearts and and on our backs. (laughs) What? What? Nothing. What, because of that scar? Hammond and Zolf make eye contact and then... Yeah, I mean, it's just a scar that's going to... You got really badly hurt. Stupid scar. The burn was fine, but it's just... I mean, I can take a look at it if you want, see if I can no! to help it. Oh, no! All right. Um, I am trained and magic, so... <laughs> <laughs> what seems to be the problem? It's okay, I'm magic. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you just find Emily Rose and see if she's got any All right, no, birds I'll, I'll, I'll stuck d- on her. What? Nothing. I fill you guys in about the date and yep. what I learned and how it seems like maybe this what's going on at the Ordinateurs is quite similar to what went on at the paper with people like leaving mysteriously and that kind of thing. Do you think somebody's maybe replaced Francois with someone else? That would explain why he's not taking any callers and changed the memory. You know, it might be an illusion getting him in and out. And he then... was a lovely guy. I just said hello. What, what, what did he look like? Uh, normal? Like, no, but anything else? Just. What were the colour of his eyes? Hair? Average what was he wearing? Eyes? Like, <laughs> grey, brown, green kind of colour? Yeah. I mean, if someone can mess with people's memories and people's personalities, they could be doing that to him as well. Like, it may not have been him that cast the spell on Sasha. It could be whoever was no, doing it to him. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, it doesn't need to be a replacement. Or, oh, I suppose, it could yeah. just be manipulation. So, I, but yeah, something really strange. And replacing people looks like maybe. She said the mood changes. Getting rid of people, yeah, changing their personalities. So so trying to control people and then maybe getting rid of people who, like making them want to leave if they can't be controlled. So slowly just filtering out. But why? And what's it got to do with the... Well, if someone could take control of the ordinateurs, I mean, that would be a really big deal. I mean, they could change the entire world through the application of, you know, economics, essentially. They could topple governments, make new ones powerful. I don't feel like economic espionage is really our wheelhouse, though. 
The what of what? Well, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, spying on people to steal their money. That sounds like something we do quite a lot. But yeah, in but a slightly like different way big, than normal. Big, like really big people. Big. They're really no, easy to spy on. Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, on a on a grand scale, like governments, all right, whole economies. Oh, they are hard. They've the often got gargoyles. Systems. Yeah, no, they're difficult. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah, um, the locks in Westminster, pretty hard. I did not hear that. That didn't happen. You didn't try to break into anywhere where of people that we we work for. It, it would be bad. Yeah. Right. Well, I think we need to establish what's actually going on. I mean, it, it might oh, not be our job, definitely. but we, we don't have enough to go on right now to and take it to anyone else. Yeah, we can. Rep- yeah, we can. Report. And what's a wheelhouse? <laughs> Area of expertise. Right. Okay. So, should we go ask this Emily Rose? Woman? I think that's the best thing to do. Yeah, is to go and talk to her. Right. I think maybe be careful in case we. I'll go up the front. You go around the back or whatever, or maybe the other way around, so they don't run off and then oh, drop. Yeah, that would be. So we actually. Yeah. All right. If we prep it. Well, I'll go to the front, because obviously I can't move very fast. There's something so. else I need to check as well, quickly. Um, Oscar Wilde seemed to think that my family had been in the press recently, and that got me a bit worried. All right, I'm trying to leave this discussion of abstract concepts. <laughs> <laughs> I you mean, can't stab. Uh, just uh, can't stab them, never been taught them, not really exactly sure what a government is, apart from a place where lots of money is kept, and <laughs> go away to ask about... Newspapers. So you ask one of the butlers to bring all of the papers. Yep. Okay. There is a reading montage. There is there is a delay at which point four butlers come in with every single publication basically within Paris, including all the British papers that they have delivered. There's and the Egyptian papers. Oh yeah. There's reams and reams and reams and reams. It's it's more than if you were all sat and read all day, you would be able to. And they're just going. Dropping piles and piles of it. They've gone completely over. I'm going to start with the Egyptian papers, but I'm glad that we have the rest of them if I need them. I'm going to start with the British papers because that's the only language I read. (laughs) Um, So in ancient Greek, no. No. Do you want me to like ask one of the butlers whatever to stay here today and read through, and then maybe tell us? I don't. I'd rather do it myself. I mean, if it's if it's if it's your family, it'd probably be pretty big news. Tell me how long you're willing to search. An hour, maybe two. I go straight to the FT. Sure. Both of you give me a perception check. Oh, I think I 20. read the French uh, Go for it. Give tabloids. Me, give me a perception check. Uh, nine. Ooh, 28. So I really hope that whatever it is you got has got into the to the gutter press. Okay, so going round on the 28, mm. what you find is there isn't anything that you think could be referring to the Tahans. What you do notice is there's been a really interesting sort of pendulum swing on public opinion from the Bertie piece. Mm. So what was sort of a joke and so on like that is there's been lots of articles going, lots of comment pieces. I'm glad that some people are just willing to, you know, put themselves out there. We ought to have more stuff like this. Actually, public sentiment seems to be Shifting, it shifting very much in Bertie's favour for it. It's like, it's good to see that a strong a strong figure, whether male or female, can be willing to be vulnerable, which is a strength in itself. Like, it's, it's, taken, it's taken as a weird empowerment angle in all of the popular media of Paris. In the UK, there's much less of that. It's not really getting that much traction as a story. You notice there is a lot to do with Dover, which is their flood finally appears to have broken. The financial damage from it is massive. 
and there are actually there's been some reports of unusually high levels of violence in other London. It's mostly because the papers that you're heading are kind of skimming past it because the UK, you know, doesn't like publishing papers in this world that are disparaging of themselves. But it, you get the impression there may have been some riots in other London recently or oh, something boy. similar. Hamid, from your search, you find barely a mention of it, but there's just a couple of little stubs here and there mentioning that the Tahan branches in Egypt, Cairo specifically, have been having some errors, effectively computing problems, some accounts that are closed without meaning to, open without meaning to, a sudden spike in clerical errors, which is... Once you Those get, clerics! <laughs> <laughs> once you get past that sort of back and forth of, oh, this is very inconvenient for me, people are just going, well, it's, in, it's, it's an endemic problem. When systems get this complicated, of course there are problems, blah, blah, blah. For entropy, my great nemesis! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, take from all of those what you will. Right. Right, it looks like all these things are actually quite good about Bertie. Like, look at this, and I put it in front of Zolf, and although it's in French, it, I assume, has a reprint of the Bertie photo. Like, it's saying that it's good that he's being all soft in the picture, because that is strong. It's hard to be soft. Right. I did a pun! I did a pun! <laughs> oh, did sorry, yes. You, yeah. Well, no, well done. I'm trying now, he's, you know, he's, he's gone. You read anything interesting? Yeah, uh, being uh, nothing about the towns, but uh, there's been well, there's been some riots in other London. That doesn't happen, like no. He's uh, Barrett's got it all under control. Open article, point to the bit where it says there's been some riots in other London. They're probably <laughs> trying to cover up some weird stuff, like they've done. Why would some they cover something up big, with a riot? They've been trying to like so the higher ups will be like, oh well, there's been some damage done above ground because he's committed some crimes and. Yeah, and so they'll have said that there's a riot, but it's just no one riots down there. I mean, you get gang fights, but they don't get massive because everything's locked down. Right, well, well, fair enough, I thought I'd mention it. It doesn't seem to be too much about my family, but just some sort of offhand references to a few issues with our systems. Do you think Wild systems? knows I don't something know. hasn't been published yet? Ooh. Is it weird system stuff like the ordinators do? I hope not. I wonder if that's... Should we check other banking news? Not just the to hands, but I, uh, if this, uh, is this a trend? Could be. Sasha's getting quite worse. antsy over the idea of staying in <laughs> and reading more papers about economics. Let's, let's, let's come about? back to it all this evening after we've done right, okay, other yeah. things today. Sure, so we're going to go see Emily. Well, we're going to go visit her house. Seems to be a bit unlikely that she'll be there, but we, yeah, it's best place to try. So, yeah, I guess if uh, I approach it off at the front because I ain't moving much. Let's go see what the house looks yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. So you start heading off? Yep. That's Get a fine. cab part of the way? Sure. One of the automated ones, we'll say. Yep, definitely. Yes. Definitely pick the automated one. Does it fly? Can you make <laughs> it fly? I love the idea that you're slowly taking apart the cab that's getting you to where you want to yeah, go. Yeah. Sort of looking at how it works. You've arrived at your turn left to turn left to turn left. You have <laughs> arrived at your turn left. We will skip ahead. You've travelled through Paris and you're close towards the outskirts. It is not a poor area. It is not a wealthy area. It is just a middling district for, you know, working professionals, that kind of thing. You find the address that you've come to and it is an apartment block. And there is, you know, a bunch of buzzers effectively on the left-hand side. They're actually tiny little pentagrams that you have to push. Mm -hmm. But there is even one which should be Amélie Croze, but it's actually the Johnsons. 
Are we at the right house? Cause yeah, it says... I mean, but we know that she might not have been there for a few months, so perhaps yeah. someone else moved down. Maybe the Johnsons wouldn't mind us just asking them when they arrived. It sounded English. Yeah, could be. Um, after that, maybe try her mum. Yeah, yeah, they might. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she might have moved. Could be a forwarding it's address. Less likely. Yeah. People that want to be found, I've heard. That's uh, true. Yeah, leave that forwarding is addresses. Happens. Yes, we could be asking like, oh, we thought that. Almost. Yes. Yeah. Just, just ask. Be polite. All right. I'll go around the back and stand around the fire escape. Okay. You do it, Hamid, because you can't speak French. I suppose it's be, as if he wasn't English. aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll do the talking then. Tactics. Okay. Right. Okay, so Hamid out front. Flash around back. But, uh, I'm not Bertie. What's going on? Help! Zolf <laughs> uh, is standing next to Hamid. I push the buzzer. Sure. There's a brief delay. You don't hear any noise or anything. Mm. Eventually there's someone coming down. A huge man. Bertie-sized, big, bushy beard. Very, very sort of muscular, very kind of weathered. And he looks very, very strong. Very, very sort of capable. You expect to see him in some sort of pit fight. He looks like he has been out in the sticks somewhere. And he opens the door and goes, Hello? How can I be helping you today? Oh. Oh, it's nice to hear a... Uh... English! Yeah. I love it. Fantastic. How can I help you? Right. Um... Uh, terribly sorry to bother you. Um, we were actually... Oh, hello there, little man. Hi. He reaches his hand out. I to shake. shake his hand. It's like encompassing your arm. He's huge. And he's very tanned. Very, very yeah. tanned. We're really sorry to bother you. We're actually looking for a person we think we might be the previous occupant of your apartment. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh, how long have you been living here, if you don't mind my asking? Oh, well, me and my family, we moved in ooh, about about four months ago now. Okay, so... Loving it. Um, Loving do, it. Do you know who lived here before you? Um, I've, got, I've got a forwarding address. Oh, that would be brilliant. Yes, it, it's Amelie Rose, we believe, is the name. Is oh, that... uh, it, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I never met the woman. Oh, if you wouldn't mind giving us a forwarding address, we... That would yeah. be so helpful oh, Of course. Us. You want to come in for a drink? Uh, it's nice to hear a friendly voice. <laughs> we're quite busy. We, we, it's, it's an urgent it, thing, unfortunately. It would actually be really nice, but... Yeah. We should really... Oh, that's lawyers so are you? His manner completely changes what? and he oh. just looks very aggressive. No, no. no. Why would you... I'll, I'll point you know that lawyers can't lie, so if I ask you and you say you're not, you... I, I point to the trident. So I, no. His manner completely changes again. Great! <laughs> why, 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 why are you worried about lawyers? Can't stand lawyers. Can't stand them. He oh, just, just in disappears please. upstairs. Uh, <laughs> Comes back down eventually. We follow. Okay. Comes back down eventually with a piece of paper. Yes. And when he's gone, I don't think we'd ever leave. I think he's too hospitable. Just hands it over. There you go. I mean, for what it's worth. Thank you so much. No, that's really helpful. Really nice. Always nice to meet someone who speaks the same language. I know, right? I just, you know, like I'm here with work. I didn't want to be, but you know, it's it's growing on me. But the language is, yeah, it's it's cool, right? What what what's your work? Oh well, I'm. I actually, I used to be working in mining in the um, in the Americas, actually. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, it's not a place to bring up a family. Not really. It's still quite uh, wild out there. Right yeah, here. it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard living. Yeah. Um. So yeah, when when my um when my wife got pregnant, we came here. You know, Th you there's work to be done. You still mining, or are you doing stuff with the catacombs? I, I yeah, I do some construction with the catacombs. Although right. um, it's dropped off a lot recently. Actually, we're kind of on a hiatus. Oh, what's that? You tell me. Right, mm -hmm. fair enough. Then. The man says stop, we stop. The man yeah. says go, we go. Am anyway. I right? He claps you on the shoulder and boom! Yeah. Thank, thank you so much for your help. Hey, um, no good, worries. You know, good luck, good luck. And yourself, what was the name? Hamid. Hamid. Pleasure. Always good to meet a halfling. You guys know how to have a fun time. Oh, uh, thank you. 
Mr. Uh, Zolf Smith. Uh, and Smith. I will um, give him like so enough for a nice drink and say, you know, for the information. Thank you very much. He looks at it and looks a little bit hurt. Now, come on. Drops it back down. Hospitality is not dead, my friend. Well, I just I wanted to say appreciate it. Well, nonetheless, well, now, you, right. now you've forced my hand. He reaches in, pulls out a hip flask, pulls out a collapsible cup, pours <laughs> you a tiny bit. I will not let you go until you've had some. Thank you very much. Subtly sniffing. <laughs> it's basically petrol. Brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's so impotent. That means uh, it's probably not poison, because a lot of <laughs> things would probably die in there. <laughs> That's not how poison works. <laughs> Down it. <laughs> it cool. doesn't have much in the way of flavour, but it's strong. Wow, that's... Uh... Takes it back. Yeah, that would... I used to brew it myself, gotta say, though. You can't really do that in an apartment, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Wow. It's been a pleasure, guys. Oh, no, thank you. Pleasure. Have a good one. You too. Closes the door. Sasha sort of peeks around. It's been a while because the guy's gone up and down. Yeah. Oh no, Zolf! Zolf! Because he's all dizzy. Like, did he, did he, did he magic you? No. You're alright, Zolf. <laughs> Gave me a drink. One drink. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. It's just quite, a, you know, strong. It's got a bit of a kick to it. Right. He kicked you. No. Right. <laughs> Sasha, you having a problem with metaphors today? <laughs> just. Is the address the mother's address? Yeah. Is it the same? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah same that's fine. That's kind of works. Yeah. But that's good. Right, good boy, it's her mum, so yeah, take a while. we should probably hire a... A gyrocopter, yes. I was thinking the same oh. thing. We could, if we took um, a gyrocopter, we could get there today. We, we'll get there today anyway. I mean, it's not that Sooner far. today. <laughs> yes, but none of us know how to pilot a gyrocopter. Oh, I see. A taxi. We could hire one. That's really expensive. Could probably ask. put it on the hotel's account. I don't know why I'm agreeing. I tell, the, <laughs> tell the hotel. Tell the hotel, oh, yeah. Oh. I think we should just hire... I bet the hotel that we has can drive ourselves. Wait, drive ourselves. Smash cut two. There is um, three small one-person vehicles driving along the road. They're very, very small. It's it's basically transport only. No space for baggage or anything. Say there are three, but there's two because Sasha is so far ahead. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's actually effectively a, a driverless car. You can drive it if you want. But she if doesn't just... want. <laughs> Maybe then she's behind because she keeps trying to drive <laughs> and is making much worse decisions. Turns the left, then let's go. The car immediately puts back on the road that she was on. She turns right, puts her back on the road she was on. Oh, that's interesting. Headed down the It's actually the closest thing is imagine a sidecar for a motorbike. Something that you can actually sit in, so it's not you know knees up to your shoulders, but it's kind of like a little buggy thing. Okay. We will skip time ahead. A few hours pass. It's good that Google exists in this world. <laughs> we'll skip ahead, like I said. Eventually you start heading back in towards the countryside. You're actually heading vaguely near to where you guys washed up. Not not the same the village, nowhere near the same distance. But nonetheless, you are sort of approaching it. And then you find yourself getting a bit more isolated and you're approaching an isolated farmstead. It looks like it's not an actual active farm. It looks like someone's bought and run down old place and sort of done it up, something like that. All it's right. quiet, there's a yard, there's a couple of dogs barking. Um, right, so... I could cover the back. Be a good plan. I don't think anything's going to go wrong here, but, um... Hammond, you probably... Harder to run away through fields than over yeah. a rooftop. Um, 
You think that like this is Sasha has absolutely no idea how to chase oh, someone. This is the biggest the expanse that Sasha's had in a while. Like, again. This is not comfortable. I mean, she was distracted while she was in the car. That was amazing. And you know, mm-hmm. it's like tries to back against a hedge and backs yeah. into yeah. the hedge. <laughs> it's spiked and it's covered in leaves. In <laughs> I was gonna say, um, I think Hamid, you should do the talking because if okay, she might be dead. So asking after your daughter, that, that could be bad, and do we need somebody with a skill yeah. for that? I'll, I'll yeah, see what I can do. Oh, cast message on me. Then if it goes well, I, I can just turn up again. Okay. Presumably Hamid goes up to the front yep. door. I mean, I'll, be, I'll be with, but I'm just okay. not going to talk because I'm me. I'm just going to sort of just around where roughly where the back edges are, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I can see Skulking. the windows and door and okay. hiding behind a tree. There's a door knocker, presumably you knock yep. it. Eventually, takes a little while. The door opens. It's on a chain. There's a not elderly, sort of a late middle-aged woman there, and behind it, and again, it's in French. Um, hello. What, what can I do for you? Uh, good afternoon. Again, I'm you know as polite as it is possible to be. Uh, good afternoon. I'm terribly sorry to bother you. Are you, um, Madame Rose? Who's asking? Uh, my name is uh, Hamid. I'm actually looking for your uh, daughter. What do you want? Just to talk to her, nothing else. We're investigating a matter we think that she may have already investigated and we want to join forces with her and and help her and hopefully she can help us as well. Give me a diplomacy check. 20. Okay. She sort of unlatches the door. You're not the first. Yes, that's what I wondered. Who are you with? Why are you here? What do you actually want? I know you I know you want to speak to my daughter, but I don't think I could do with a bit more than that. Is she talking to me? I switched to English. She's, She's swapping there. between both of you, assuming that you're speaking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I switched to English. She's talking to both of us. She wants to know what, oh, right. we, what we want. Um, I am capable of speaking in English. You know? Oh, well, sorry. I didn't oh, I saw, I'm terrible. I switched back to French. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry I didn't realise. I mean, yeah, that I wasn't didn't... an attempt to exclude you. It's just my opinion here doesn't, doesn't oh, no. speak French. I switched to English. Would it be okay if we talked in English? Yes, that's, that's fine. I, I'm still waiting yeah. to find out who you are and why you're here. Border weeping subtitles as well. <laughs> so we, we are mercenaries from London. We're investigating a matter independently currently. We're, we're not directly uh, reporting to any specific employers, but we're trying to um, discover what might have happened at um, La Ronde Gazette or with uh, the ordinators. Why? You haven't actually answered my question. What you've done there is evaded. I'm not an idiot. Because something very strange is going on with the head of the Ordinators, and we believe he may have information related to an event that happened in London that we were accidentally involved with. She looks at you very, very cannily. I, I'm not specifically evading. I just don't know how much detail no, is going. Fine. How much do you know about the recent... Uh... This is Edison, isn't it? Yes. Fine. She gestures for you to come in. Thank you so much. There's, there's one other member of our group with us. Is okay. it okay? She joins us as well? Sure. I message Sasha. So okay. come on in. I, yeah, I, I go quite a long way out, so it looks like I'm coming up the road as if I was walking behind yeah. you, rather than sure, coming sure. out from the back of the house. <laughs> Covered in leaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've had a fight with a hedge and lost. Yeah, I've, I've had a fight with nature, and I am not enjoying it. Slightly spooked wide eyes. Like mm. <laughs> she, she, for anyone who's paying attention, she knows exactly what it was. She seems to be quite on it. She closes the door. Awesome. <laughs> she yeah, closes good. the door, sits you down. Um, so is this Amelie? 
Hi. No, no this is this is her, her mother, Madame Rose. Well, let's be blunt. My daughter's almost certainly dead. Oh. Sasha jumps up, pulls a stick out of her <laughs> <laughs> jacket. So, yes. I'm terribly sorry to hear that. What what makes you think that? Journalism sort of runs in our family. She wasn't the first. Neither was I. Put two and two together. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's not, it's not exactly difficult, is it? The Gazette shuts down from nowhere. Yeah. I know they're in some financial trouble, but not that. Then you have the ordinateurs. You've got all the glitches in Paris. I hear it's happening in Egypt now, too. There's something going on. She found out too much. She's almost certainly been killed. Right. Um, She's handing out tea. Well... You should know that, uh, like, this address is sort of available at the at your daughter's old one, so people could could totally find you, because you know we did, and we weren't even we're not even very good at investigating. <laughs> <laughs> I just I will just go oh from the head of my hands. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I've had someone after me. I wouldn't worry, love. Yeah, you said someone else had come asking about Emily. Who, who, who was that? And the first were the, the Gazette reporters. And then there was um, there was a police officer a while ago now. She's gone. Right. I know that officially I received a letter from her and that she's, um, according to her letter, taking a new exciting position in the east coast of America. She's not interested in America. She's never been interested in America. She doesn't want adventure. She's interested in the literary side of it. Mm. She wants to be a novelist. If I'm frank, she didn't have the she didn't have the skills, but she was perfectly good as an investigative journalist. Right. Well, it sounds similar to the other people who left. Yeah. I've received letters since. If it is her, she's behaving incredibly strangely. Yeah. Well, on the upside, there is that they've got powers to make you act strangely. So who's they? The people that mess with my head. We. The truth is, we don't know. That's what we're investigating. But we think that someone or a group were interfering with the operation of the ordinateurs and the gazette and they seem to have some ability to compel people to make decisions no different from the meritocrats really when you think about it compelling people to make decisions as it, as it stands i mean look i'm trying to be frank with you if you're coming at this from the edison angle you're almost certainly coming at this from some kind of military i'm guessing we're freelancers Freelancers. So military then, right? We're mercenaries. That's not military. Same difference. My experience. I'm certainly not a military man. Yeah. Madame. A mercenary is merely a soldier who can sell himself. For what it's worth, all the others have disappeared who come around. I haven't heard hide nor hair of them since. I believe the police officer was promoted working in um, somewhere in the south. I can't remember now. Right. Do, do you know what Amelie was investigating when she disappeared, specifically? Yes, that'd be, um, it's been a bunch of disappearances, both at the, um, alternators and around the place. I believe it began with, uh, Jean... Jean-Luc Bobby. Yes, that's the one. She was chasing him, and then... Yeah, about six months ago. That's about right. Well, yeah. no, the people at the, uh, Art Ordinateurs said she, that some, she, she was there asking about him only three months ago. For what it's worth, that doesn't really surprise me. When she's doing this kind of thing, she can disappear for some time. Right, so... And what do you mean about going about it the Edison way? You know what Edison's built? It was that, um... It was that machine, wasn't it? The one that makes more of itself. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's an army, basically. Pretty much. Infinite army. Because that's what the world needs. Another army. Fantastic. Well, someone put a stop to that. Until they sell it to the highest bidder. But, uh... You're chasing it, aren't you? Yes, because we're trying to stop it being created by... Made into an infinite army? Yeah. That wouldn't be good. She looks at Zolf, looks at Sasha, turns to Hamid. Do you really think that's how this is going to play out? Genuinely. We have reason to believe, madame, that Edison was not the true creator of that machine. She leans back, surprised. That, That is new. Okay. We're trying to track down the person we believe is truly responsible to f- make sure that the inventions can't fall into the wrong hands. One second. She goes away, comes back, puts a box on the table. I mean, he left this with me. She knew there'd be people coming around. You're not the first person I showed. I showed one of the Gazette lot. They disappeared too. For what it's worth, I don't actually think you're knowingly chasing this from the wrong angle. I still think that it's going to come back and bite you. Help yourself. Thank you. I open the box. Opening it up, it's full of paperwork. Do we want to make this a bit easier because I can just make sure that no one's lying? Cleric? Points at the trident. Some people just like trident solve. (laughs) Not really a common weapon. Go for it. Cool. I'll uh, cast on a truth. Will negate. So uh, that is 16. What do I need to do? I can't lie. You are able to lie. Okay. The rest of us can't. Yeah, you're unaffected by the spell. The thing is that Sasha's really quite unable to lie in front of people. Yeah, anyway, she, but... yeah. she turns to Hamid first. It's your most embarrassing memory. I'd really rather not say. Y- you can choose... You can play the game or you can leave the house. I'll talk about a time at university when I was left standing naked in the middle of the... Uh, central green of the college. It was Bertie, wasn't it? No. Oh. <laughs> That's a nice change. <laughs> Same question to Sasha. Oh, like, so there was one time, yeah, where <laughs> we, were, we were playing past the coin, and the whole thing is that you're putting it between people's pockets, and... If you're lying, give me a bluff check. She's not. She, okay. She, like, She's just choosing no. to tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. And there was this time, right, where it was in... It was in like Robert Jonesy's pocket. <laughs> I'll accelerate. And everyone knows. And, I was like, and he saw me. He saw me take the coin right out of there. How was I supposed to know that he was allergic to cats? <laughs> but I could have checked. I should have done my research. I learnt from that day. I learnt from that day. I was the one that ended up with the streaming red eyes. Oh. And finally, Zolf. Same question. Yeah. Um, being court-martialed. Four? Going AWOL. Mm, fair enough. There you go. There's the box. And yours. Why should I have to do this? I'm the one who's in danger here. You should count yourself lucky that I'm showing you this at all. I didn't have to let you in this house. Fine. Well, just guess I won't tell you what happens to your, happened to your daughter if I find out. Oh, please. You wouldn't be able to find out. Going through the paperwork, Hamid. It's a really, really well-investigated scenario. There are names, dates of places, where people have been eating, points of contact, things like that. Really boiling it down, there is a lot in there. Mm-hmm. Dr. Jean-Luc Bolio, ordinatist, he actually contacted Amelie first. Mm-hmm. Then he left for London, 
to live with his family and work on new conceptual systems for ordinateurs. He basically seems to be heading up an entirely new branch for the um, United Kingdom for ordinateurs and really bumping up their systems. It's a very, very prestigious placement. Dr. Paulette Loop turns out to be archaeologist who willfully quit her job. She was actually doing archaeological work in the catacombs mm -hmm. and then volunteered for a dig in the Russian wastes. Again, it turns out that it's being led by a very, very um, so prestigious this is mind. The information from the. This is what's in the box that Hamlet's But it's similar to. Oh, yeah. it's similar. Paul yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, we, is it better? It's it's more detailed. Sure. Like you, it's it's giving you dates, it's giving you times, right. it's giving you people, contacts, etc. Um, then there's Celine Suchet, who's the church groundswoman. Turns out for Notre Dame, and she effectively was found having an affair with Piaget, mm -hmm. Jacques Piaget, and then suddenly that. moved to live in India of all places with Jacques Piaget, Jacques Piaget, a delivery driver. And there are a list of where he's been delivering and so on. If you wanted to go into that, we can. So if you say an affair, were they married to other people at the time? Yes. Ah. And moved to live in India with um, Suchet. There's Vivienne Messier, who's a hydraulics engineer, who has also received an offer of a dream job, mm. who's um, going to be working in Japan yep. in fluidic systems. And then, obviously, there's um, Francois-Henri. She's very clearly indicating that he's under some kind of compulsion, or something similar, very atypical behaviour, but he's a closed box. There's no way to get to him, there's no way to see him, no one will let him see him. It even has actually a little note that she's going to attempt to woo the receptionist for some more information on the ordinateurs. <laughs> it's very, very complete, yeah. but that those are the salient points. Yeah. If you want any more detail, I can go into it. Has she checked that these jobs exist? Everything's verified. She has proof of employment. She has dates of birth. She has birth certificates. She's gone to incredible lengths on this one. So the fact is that, as far as she knows, Paulette Loop is actually on an As far as Emily is concerned, thing. she's got it verified. She's spoken to them via magical communications. She did manage to catch hold of Paulette Loop on her way to the Russian waste, like she was packing and leaving. Yeah. And Paulette Loop, basically, she again suggested she was under some kind of compulsion. She, there's a little note which says, for what it's worth, she seems very happy. This seems pretty positive, really. Like, none of them vanished in terms of I, dying. Yeah. It was something far more insidious, though. I thank Madame Rose for the information. I say we were aware of a lot of this, but this is much more detailed than the information we had. That's, so it's really useful. But there's one thing I, I still don't understand. I mean, we've, we've had this list of names before. We knew what had happened to a couple of them, but not, not all of them. But... Why this list of people? What what links these people? That's still never been clear to us. The ordinatist, he got in touch with her first, saying there was something peculiar happening there. She started sniffing around, found lots of reports of um, construction work stopping in the catacombs, that kind of thing, redirected work, redirected funds. Um, from there, she seems to have examined the catacombs. The catacomb angle, of course, um, led her via the archaeologist I'm not sure where she goes, why she goes to the groundskeeper. There's so much here, but there's also, it's almost like the most important points have been left out. The the actual reason for these people to be involved, to be on the same list. The catacombs, maybe. Yeah, is Notre Dame a good way into different bits it's of the catacombs? Crit. Yeah. That was my thoughts. If you were going to do a job on Notre Dame, obviously you'd want to go through the catacombs. From what I understood, she started doing a wider search, 
sudden, amazing, fortuitous promotions, sudden, amazing yeah. inheritances Pi Pi and so on. Piaget was a delivery driver. Did he deliver to Notre Dame? Is What was his route? Is that it in here? I'm looking through it again, like I've tried sure. to read it. As so heading as through into, there's a list of deliveries. His delivery firm, we'll say, works for a number of companies, yeah. but there's highlighted the fact that he's done multiple trips to um, Larc d'Ordinateur, right. none to Notre Dame. Okay, so that's But he's he also done a decent number to uh, catacomb construction work and right. renovation and so on. Makes sense. And then the, Vivian Messier is a hydraulics engineer. So Vivian Messier, PhD, specialising in large integrated systems, mm -hmm. very large um, thesis on ways of you know dynamic fluid solutions, by which I mean things like she suggested how fluids could be used in ordinateur work and so on. A couple of years ago was working on the ordinateurs and was brought in within the last 12 months to do some follow-up work. There's not very much detailing on what the right. follow-up work no, is. But she's, and then she's immediately, also worked with the ordinateurs. And then immediately after that, departs for Japan with, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. with a family for yeah. a very happy life, presumably. Right. Thing is, right? Once you've got Francois Henri, who's the boss, why do you need to mess with all the others? He could just order stuff done. Keep the information secret. Stop it getting out. If they're working on something, they shouldn't be. So is there any anything else that you have discovered, or is this it? She takes a moment and pulls out from a pocket a, a letter from um, Amelie. I will hand it to Hammond. Sure. Effectively, what it boils down to is, this is the last letter you will receive from me, which is real. If I'm writing to you after this point, and I'm not seeing you in person, it might be me, but it's not me. I may as well be dead. I love you. Gives an address for a deposit box. If things go as I expect, you will be mailed what's inside this box. It's a dead hand policy. Yeah. I've yeah. used it myself. It's very good insurance. So, have you done any other investigation? This arrived a couple of weeks ago. These things can take a little time. Okay, in which case, if you're, you know, you said it running your family, I'm assuming you're an investigative journalist or something of the kind, what's your next move? What would be your next move? Give me a perception check. Well, I mean, I, th I think we should... 18. ...retread Amelie's steps ourselves. At that point, you see a, a couple of youngest children sort of just passing through the bay windows at the back, playing amongst the fields. What I'm going to be doing is keeping my nose clean. Looking after my grandchildren. But if you had three people that yeah. were quite disposable... What would be your next move? Catacombs. Yeah. She sort of leans back, That's, puts I a pen down. I was almost saying it in... Yeah. Right, Sasha pulls another leaf out of her jacket <laughs> and looks incredibly happy at the news that she'll be going underground to a complicated, dark, potentially evil urban setting much more comfortable there than all of this green yeah right well I there's an archaeological dig it's it's inactive at the moment but it'll be a decent entrance for you unless you want to go via the sewers yeah one of the miners on it lives in your daughter's old apartment i'd love to say it's a small world but if this world got any smaller there won't be any space for us am i right mm. right well small spaces can be good for a <laughs> <laughs> i uh Dab in the back. I assume we're done here then? Thank you so much for your help. If we do learn anything, we'll share it with you. Yeah, even she, if you don't think we're up for it, we'll... Uh... She picks up the box, 
I'd recommend all of you preparing something like this. Places it upstairs, comes down and sort of opens the door for you to leave. Who would you send yours to, Zolf? I wouldn't bother. Probably send mine to you. Maybe Hamid. Brock. Depending on where he lives. And I think we'll close there. Bit of a downbeat one, bit of intrigue, bit of yeah. Bit of good old-fashioned detective work, am I right? I'm pretty glad we didn't have Bertie shouting around the old one. Yeah, that wouldn't have... Uh, Where are they? What's happening? Who are you? Just sitting a dog down in the... In I, a, dressed I, as an investigative journalist <laughs> in the house of a woman whose I, daughter is dead. I feel like I'm much more confused at the end of that episode than I was at the beginning. Then oh, I've done I, my <laughs> job! No, I think, I think I've, oh, we've got a decent handle. We know where to go next. We know where to go next. Well, that's, you know. Someone basically... keeps leaving us clues. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> RPG 101. As long as you know where to go next, yep. everything will yep. be fine. I've got yeah. theories. All right. Be interesting. <laughs> it was brutal to... all along, isn't it? Yeah, it was. I'll tell you what, you that's know. our most popular fan theory. <laughs> it was brutal all, <laughs> yeah. all along. Well, like I said, I think we'll close there and we will be back next week. Yeah. Who knows yeah. if James will be here. Either way, tune in next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. A wizard of language. <laughs> A wizard of the word. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds like some kind of 80s <laughs> level. Doesn't it? Yo, yes. kids. <laughs> Does he sing the Magic E song? Does anyone else? Am I the only one old I enough to remember the Magic, the Magic E song? E song although it's been a long time. Oh. Sounds like a warning not to eat artificial sweeteners. <laughs> I, love, I love the idea that Oscar Wilde is the is the, <laughs> the wizard of words, and you're the math magician. <laughs> the math magician, yes. <laughs> the math magician. Can't stab them. Never been taught them. Not really exactly sure what a government is, apart from a place where lots of money is kept. And <laughs> go away to ask about newspapers a government is people who take our money and put it in big buildings but the buildings have stuff that often isn't directly money in like people and paper that's important and sometimes you get told to take bits of paper because that it's look, worth the money it's worth the money uh. <laughs> and that's how and that's how governance works If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled Woe, period, begone, 
wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later.